name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, amen. We're giving a blessing uh, by our Metropolitan, who uh, we so desire to serve, to, to, uh, to move the feast to today so we can celebrate together, and so we as a community decided to do that. So today we celebrate the birth of the Theotokos one day early. So uh, through her prayers, Lord Jesus Christ, our God, have mercy on us and save us. Amen. Uh, the gospel text uh, is, to me, very exciting in many ways. There's many encouragements in it for us. Um, but first, we remember her birth from her parents, Joachim and Anna, miraculous birth in their old age. Um, begging God just to give them one child. And the child he gave them was the mother of God. And the grandson they gave, she gave to them was the Lord himself. You know, like St. Nikolai says, what a, what a daughter, what a, grand, what a grandson. <laughs> number one and number two on planet Earth. Not bad for waiting long enough. Blessed Joachim and Anna. So today, we, in the text, we hear this from the saints many times. There's one thing needful. There's one thing needful. We can run around like Martha and do many, many things. There's one thing needful. There's a great movie years ago called City Slickers. And Jack Palance was this rusty old cowboy. And these three guys went out there from the city to try to kind of find their way. And the rusty old cowboy said, it's one thing. It's one thing. And they said, what's that? He says, it's for you to find out. One thing. And so we can run around and do all this stuff. Things and things. And we've got thousands of things to do. We can be Martha all day long. And the Lord said, Mary is doing the one thing needful, which is to draw near to me. The one thing you need to do before all other things is to draw near, is to, is to, draw near to Christ. One thing. Then all the other things can make sense. But if that's not the one thing you do first, all those other things can just be scrambled eggs. Just be around and about, busy, 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 tired, tired, tired. I got through one more day, thanks be to God. One thing needful, to draw near to Christ, to start our day that way, to look at that as being the one thing that must be done by me, to draw near to God. You know, it's a beautiful passage for the Lord to be encouraging us through St. Paul. He says, for you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ in 2 Corinthians, that though he was rich, Yet for your sake he became poor, that you through his poverty might become rich, might be, have a rich day, a full day, the richness of life, the abundant life by doing one thing needful, which is draw near to God, draw near to Christ. One thing, first thing, needful. You know, I think it's very important that we must see that God sets up our day 
this day, tomorrow, and every day forward as a red carpet, as an opportunity in all things to draw near to him, in all things. There's not one thing that comes your way that's not an opportunity to draw near to God. Every day, every moment of every day is that opportunity to do that one thing needful, to draw near to God through a struggle, through a thanksgiving, through uh, uh, some effort we need to ask his help on, whatever it might be, to draw near to God is the one thing needful to do. So may we see this, may we understand this and, and desire it. Desire to be near to Christ in all things, through my day, in all things in my day, and not to get caught up in that kind of busyness, that stuff we kind of run around in. So first, may God help us do, as Mary did, the encouragement of Christ, that one thing needful to draw near to God in all things. Secondly, uh, in the text, we hear, blessed is the womb that bore you. Blessed is the womb, blessed is the womb of the mother of God. Blessed is her life to us. You know, it's such a beautiful thing to have her as mother, have her as an intercessor. And I think it's very important for us to understand and kind of put this in the context of how the kingdom of God itself works. Because if, if you know, for us, it's just, if it's all about just going to Christ, and that's our only means of grace, then we miss how God has even established the kingdom. He's established the kingdom first by setting up the church. Do you know who has the authority to change bread and wine into the body and blood of Christ? I do. It's the priesthood. He's given the priesthood to function on his behalf for the people. You know who's been given the responsibility to stand before God and with you to absolve your sins, to pray the prayer of absolution? Do you know who has that responsibility? I do. It's part of how God wants the church to function. You know who leads you in worship? You know who brings the petitions of our hearts before God? The deacons. The responsibility is set aside by God so that the church will function on his behalf. You know that the Lord has three ranks of angels that are designated to just worship around the throne of God? He has ranks of angels that actually oversee countries, oversee cities. He assigns them this. He has angels that he assigns to you. Assignments. Go do this for me. Go do that for me. So when we put her in this context, the greatest of saints, what do you think the kind of blessings, responsibilities he's given to her? There is a beautiful prayer 
that I will read part of to you. It's a prayer to the Most Holy Mother of God out of the Jordan Brill Prayer Book. And we pray what we believe, and we believe what we pray. That's how we know what we believe, by our prayers. So what kind of responsibility, what kind of grace, what kind of blessing has the Lord given to his mother on our behalf? I'm going to read the prayer. I love it so much. I sing of thy grace, O sovereign lady. I pray thee to grace my mind. Teach me to step aright in the way of Christ's commandments. Strengthen me to keep awake in song and drive away the sleep of despondency. O bride of God, by thy prayers, release me, bound with the bonds of sin. Guard me by night. And I beg her prayers every night. And by day, and deliver me from the foes that defeat. O bear of the God, the life giver, enliven me who am deadened by passion. Bear of the unwaning light, enlighten my blinded soul. O marvelous palace of the master, make me a house of the divine spirit. O bear of the healer, heal the perennial passions of my soul. Guide me in the path of repentance. Deliver me from eternal fire. Renew me, grown old from senseless sins. Present me untouched by all torments to the master of all. Pray for me. Vouchsafe me to find the joys of heaven. Grant me, O Holy Mother, to find the joys of heaven. Grant me torrents of tears, O most pure one, to cleanse my soul from impurity. Strive for me, O sovereign lady. Accept my service and supplication and offer it to the compassionate God. Raise me above, this is the one I love, raise me above this world's confusion. Are you confused? Ask her to raise you above it. She lives above it. O light-bearing Heavenly tabernacle, direct the grace of the Spirit in me. I raise my hands and lips in thy praise. Defied by the hour, by impurity, O Immaculate One, deliver me from soul-corrupting evils, and fervently, fervently, O Holy Mother, intercede with Christ, to whom is due honor and worship now and ever and unto ages of ages. Amen. Look at what she's been given for us to do. Ask her help. Ask her help day and night. Don't, don't um, forsake this opportunity we have for all this she's been given to do on our behalf. God says, okay, Holy Mother, you were a good mother to me, now go be a good mother to all of them. This is what, this is what mothers do. You think about this. Put, put mothers in this place. They all do these things for you. So my encouragement to us is, is, is to don't forsake this opportunity to ask for her help.
ask for her help. Find a simple prayer. Oh, Holy Mother of God, pray for me. Just start there. Some way in which you beseech her aid, her help. She's been given this great blessing by her son to be with us and help us in this life. So, the Lord says at the end of the text, uh, blessed are those who hear the word of God and keep it. It sounds like it's a kind of pushes the mother of God away, but actually exalts her. Because who kept the word of God more than her? No one. So she's the blessed of all who keeps the word of God for us. So as we do that one thing needful, as we ask her prayers, let us each strive and struggle to do that which is good, that good that is set before us. That we may be that example to others, that we may make that personal effort in our life to be that, uh, that, that one that keeps the word of God, that not only hears the word of God, but keeps the word of God. You know, for us, that becomes really a critical piece in our Christian faith, that we need to be to one another and to our community a great example of those that not only hear the word of God, but keep that word. You know, and that's a hard thing to do. I know, and we all know how difficult that is to just do that good thing that comes before us, to say that good word, to make that good action, to think that good thought. When all those things come flying at us, those temptations come at us, how hard that is to do. But, you know, the, the great blessing of the Lord is that he's given us the strength to do this. He's given us the strength to do that good thing. And so I would just encourage you in this. Let me read, I love this passage very much. It just encourages us how, how much God helps us. In sent from Romans. And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God and to those who are called according to his purpose. And then he says these things. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? No matter what comes at us, beloved, we can make the good choice. We can turn to God and make the good choice. Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? All these things are more than, in all these things, we're more than conquerors. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor powers nor things present nor things to come nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of Christ, from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. So, beloved, please, know that you have been given strength to make the good choice. It's, it's in you to do, because God is in you. When we do that one thing needful, as the prayers of the mother of God, we can make good choices in what we think, in what we say, and what we do. We can take that to our families, to our friends, and to our community. So God help us on this day when we celebrate uh, the birth of the Holy Mother of God. And through her prayers and through the strength that God gives to us, uh, may we be that example to one another 
and to our community. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.